ho, ho, Merry Christmas. Say, remind me next one, you. Say, remind me next one, you. Welcome to another episode of Inferior Men, the podcast that brings you all things business from two complete failures. That's me. That's me too. How's it going, Steve? Christopher Mark. What's up, dude? Tis the season. Huh? Yeah. I mean, we got Santa on here. We got Slay Butt. We redid the entire theme song just for today. We are in. We are. We have been consistently in the spirit. God bless us, everyone. Old, good old Saint Nick in the background. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. loving it. Tree packed with presents right now. Oh, is it? I didn't look. On oh my yeah, land. yeah. Are you set? None for you, man. Oh, there's we already one we already exchanged. Oh, that's right. The spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's Did you already spider. throw it away? No. Okay. Are you, you threw away my dog presents. Oh though? yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. What, what do you What do you think I'm gonna do with that thing? Right. Uh, yeah. Save it. I I gave you. Two episodes ago, I gave you so many ideas of what to do with that goddamn dog bone. You said I could eat it, my daughter could eat it, or my cat could eat it. I also said you could start an Etsy account with painting the dog bone. You could use it as a doorstop. I mean, I I gave you a whole ton of just Pinterest ideas. All right. Well, I mean, but you know what? Your Grinchness is not going to ruin my holiday spirit. That's fine. I mean, as long if you're if you're happy, I'm happy. I'm We're, just letting you know yeah. those presents, trash. <laughs> but the Echo? Oh, dude, I'm using that. Yeah. That's great. I'm actually having a lot of fun with that, and it's it's handy. I like. I actually prefer that more than Siri. Oh, really? It's just it's more like global in terms of like they've, they have it tied into your home a little bit better. Yeah. Like I can actually control, since I have a Nest, I can control my heat with it. Oh, okay. Um, so and, you can say Alexa, turn the heat down. Yeah, although it's although I'll be like, Alexa, set the heat to sixty seven, and she goes, I can't do that. Why? I don't know. But then I'll be like, What's the heat set to? And she's like, sixty eight. I'm like, Turn it to sixty seven. She's like, No. <laughs> it's the only thing you. So it like about. connects, but not really. I mean, she's got standards. Yeah. She, don't cross the line yeah. about heat. Yeah, but it is funny because sometimes you'll just be talking, and then she'll be like, Yes. You'll be like, Shut up. She's like, oh, Okay. I'll talk to you. Okay. I'll yeah. be here if you need me. I wonder how many things they'd had to go through to pro- like the programmers yeah. for Alexa, like in whenever she's like, "How may I help you?" and you're like, "Fuck off!" and she's yeah. like, "Okay." They they had a whole day of testing, just cursing at Alexa. Yeah, like what are the responses when people are annoyed mm-hmm. that she butts into their conversation? Now, is it getting to be a situation where she's feeling as if she's part of the home? Like, do you have an added family member? No, not yet. Not no. yet. She the the only thing is I'll play music. On her. On her. Yeah. On that thing. <laughs> Sounds so bad. The little hockey puck that sits atop my mantle. You know what? Someday she's going to be gone and you're not going to know what the fuck to do. You'll be like, Alexa? Alexa? She's not that important. Alexa? <laughs> Yet. <laughs> she's Yet. not. You, she's, you've had her for two weeks. Maybe if, maybe if she was my source of fresh water. 
Alexa, where is fresh water? <laughs> Searching. 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 <laughs> Dude, that would be the most terrifying day. Yeah. You turn on the faucets, nothing. Yeah. And you're like, Alexa, where's the water? Mm-hmm. Searching for water. Searching. But like four days go by and she's like, found it. Found. Water found. And then you're like, where is it? And it's like, Salt Lake City, Utah. And you're like, I can't drink A that. pond in Salt Lake City, yeah. Utah. Speaking of recapping from yes. previous episodes, yes. uh, we announced some news last week that I just want to follow up on really quick. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So Disney, Fox. Last week I had talked about how Disney was going in the, in the process of buying uh, the TV and film rights of 20th Century Fox. Right. Well, that has since gone down. That is official. Disney now owns uh, the rights to uh, X-Men and Fantastic Four and The Simpsons. I know, man. What do it's, you think? Well, I, I, I think I mentioned this last episode, too. It's just like, it's amazing the sea change that's happening with Disney now. They're going from being some of the most influential content creators in American entertainment history yeah. into uh, a acquisition company, yeah. into acquirers of content. So one thing is that the Justice Department now has to scrutinize and put this under the Because they only own half of Hollywood know, now. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's the situation that they are under now. Because the antitrust laws you know, in the U.S., yeah. they're just like the collection of federal and state government laws that um, regulate, you know, the business and organization and all that conduct, Mm -hmm. right? So now it's like, um, there's certain, you know, representatives that are like, um, um, so now they own 60% of Hulu and they own 300 channels and 22 sport channels, Mm -hmm. you know, some shit is like, why are you doing this? Why did both sides agree to this? Yeah. It's getting interesting. And, I mean, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on in the show, but when you have content providers like this and everything is becoming a streaming culture, we also have net neutrality. Right. Which is changing. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a so, second. So, I mean, that's an interesting thing. Keep 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 Disney in your back pocket as we talk about net neutrality I agree. in the show because I think they dovetail very nicely together. So, really fast before I move on, the interesting yeah. thing is Trump is supportive of the Disney and Fox deal. And okay. he called Rupert Murdoch to congratulate him. But there are other people who are like, what is going on? And yeah. this is suspicious. Mm-hmm. So more news to come on that. But I thought that was interesting because we had talked about that last episode of just like, they are now going to be able to control Wait, it was suspicious because the president called Murdoch? No, 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 no. The deal is suspicious. Oh, just the deal itself. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, they probably just are friends. No, they're definitely friends. Yeah. But it was a shock because Trump has not been in support of like other things like AT&T and Time Warner uh, getting well, together. Well, I yeah. think we know that. Right. Because CNN. I No, I he, agree. Yeah. It's just interesting <laughs> what he's in support of and what he's not. But, so... We'll, we'll keep you posted here because yes. that's a new one added to our uh, Amazon and Tesla yeah. constant updates. I'm going to make a, I'm going to add Disney to it. Okay. Uh, also, really fast before we dive into the show, another yeah. uh, follow up. We had talked about HQ, the hot new trivia game, yeah. last week. And then afterwards, I hung around here and you played it with uh, me and your wife. I've been playing it with Tristan. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to get I your point of view on I it. don't play it on my phone. But I just, you watch like, her. we play together. So if she's playing, I'll jump in and help, you know, 
answer questions and stuff. Now, you didn't know what it was last time, and you were a little bit skeptical of it just upon hearing it for the first time. But now, since then, you've played it, and I want to get your point of view on it now. Yeah, I mean, I think from an app, like the application standpoint of it, it's it's really fun. It's a great way to think about like doing trivia. I'm, I know, like in my mind, I can't quite get there in terms of like where it goes next in terms of other media coming right. in. I think it works beautifully for a trivia game, mm-hmm. uh, for things like that where you have these communal bursts of uh, content. But I'm not. You're I don't still know. not convinced. I, I I just don't know. Like I. I'm not sure like where it goes from here. I know there's like it's so it could go anywhere. Like like that's the thing. There's like so much potential with what is happening here. I'm just not sure like what where to where to kind of take it in my mind in terms of like where's it going to go beyond just being applicable to this one situation and then is it just the novelty we kind of talked about that with like augmented reality where it's like well you could do this you could open up a store in like an empty field you Mm -hmm. could have a hot dog dancing on the white house and you're like okay but you know novelty Mm -hmm. you know when does it go beyond novelty and i think within with the hq game it does it's it's practical oh yeah what are other practical what are they going to do what are the other practical applications that's the next step right i just want to I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around wh- how we could, yeah. Like, will this? I'm saying a practical idea would be like emergency broadcast situations, where they're like tune in live here because there's a earthquake. But we already kind of have that, right? We already CNN have that on our phones. Like that. Yeah, but you can get those emergency alerts on your phones. And one thing that speaking, going back to the president, there was also like the thing where this was months ago. I think that like that there was like some sort of talk or pressure to like actually have like the white house have the ability to like chime in like right away like to just be like pink yeah like we all want to talk to everybody at once right. on their phones and that's what i'm saying i think like those kinds of emergency broadcasts or like want? presidential speeches will come in just like that yeah like that. but i don't i mean that's emergency is one thing but right. you don't want to have no. like just political views god, god <laughs> God, no. Chiming in like a tornado. Could you imagine your phone going off with yeah. just like Trump talking out of Regardless, your ass? I don't even care if it was something I agreed with. I'd be like, no here. fucking way. I'm playing solitaire. I don't give a shit if I voted for you. There's no way in hell you're jumping on my phone and just being like spouting p- propaganda. So I was FaceTiming with my mother, Sandra Torre. I think it's I think it's fun. It's a fun game right now. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Chris, Christopher Mark, yeah. since we are still, we are a week away from Christmas. Yeah, we are. Do you have all your holiday shopping done? Um, yes, I am all done. All of it? I'm done. Completely done. I'm complete- There's not one person that you're going to think of? No, I'm done. My parents, I got them presents. Tristan's all taken care of. Like all the parents are taken care of. My sisters and I, we all agreed we wouldn't, we weren't gonna do get each other stuff. Do presents. What we'll, about the nieces? Yeah, we'll yeah. get like the nieces and like it's it's just like let's just buy your kid. Like I'd rather buy my sister's kids presents than like them because then all we're gonna do is be like, well, what do you want? Let's put a fifty dollar limit on it. Okay, well, what do you want? I would like this one thing. Okay, I will buy it for you. Great, the here end. it is. And it's like that doesn't. Like, it just doesn't, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'd rather just hang out with them right. than, like, buy them something. I'll get the thing. 
that we all spend the same amount of money. It's like we could have just bought it for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, We do that with the siblings. So we'll buy yeah. all the nephews the presents, and then yeah. we'll do it. We call it Secret Kitten to keep it, like, ambiguous. Uh, we don't call it Secret Santa. Well, what do you think about this, what? though, Steve? So with, am- like, the fact that so many people are buying Christmas presents on Amazon. Yeah. The idea of the wish list. Yeah. Or not the idea of it the use of the wish list yeah. as ruining surprises of Christmas. Well, so it was To say, like, here's what I want, and then people just buy those things, and you don't ever yeah. get... You're ever like, oh, wow, you, that was really thoughtful. I didn't even think of that for myself. Well, so two things. I got my brother in our in this year's secret kitten, what we call it, and all he did... Like, you're, you're supposed to provide, like, a whole list. So it's still kind of, like, a surprise of what of this list that you're going to get. Right. And, like, some of the times I say, like, just any nerd stuff because I'm a big nerd and I'll probably geek out about whatever you get. Yeah. He sent my mom, because my mom, like, organizes it and everybody sends her the list. He sent my mom one link to a gray sweater. And she was just like, sorry, this is all he asked for. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, how boring are you that you just send one link to a sweater? So, me, being in the spirit, didn't just get him the sweater. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know, like, I think you bring up a good point of just, like, these wish lists and just, like, this click, buy, here you go, and then they that carry on your wayward son. You yeah, know? because what, what we've done with the wish list is you've raised the floor, but you've lowered the ceiling. Yeah. Right. So there's no. Right. <laughs> it's just like I'm going to I know I, I know if I put this on my wish list, I will get it. Like but if it, it's reasonably reasonably priced. Yeah. Like if it's like a twenty five dollar item, somebody will buy that. for And me. it's funny because it took me a second to be like, wait a minute. I know my brother like I know him and right. I know what else he would like. So I got him, you know, some other Star Wars things because he's a big Star Wars fan. Okay. Star Wars yeah. just came out. But it took me a second because I was just like, well, I guess I just have to follow this link and what they are always ask for. So, nope. yeah. That's just the slow seeds of robots taking over, my man. Yeah. But also, we maybe you don't want to get something that's on Amazon. And then everybody's like, get, put it on your list. Put it on your list. And it's like, well, what if I want something that's not on Amazon? Exactly. Then, or that I don't even know I want. Yeah. Remember? It doesn't exist. Remember? And the true isn't meaning? That the, yeah. Isn't that the nicest? Like, aren't those the nicest moments when you get a present from somebody? You didn't ask for it specifically, right. but you're like, you get me. Yeah. You understand who I am, yeah. and you bought this thing for me, you took a risk, and guess what? It worked. You know what? You got me a re- remote-controlled spider because you remembered my dead spider. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And you got me a dog bone. <laughs> but a few other things, but mainly the and dog And a magazine bone. and a dog whistle. <laughs> and Alexa. And a new family member. And a new, yeah, the newest member of the family, Alexa. with Christmas a week away. Yes. And with holidays just in full swing. Yeah. Yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah, what what day is it for Hanukkah? uh, It was the 13th, I think, was the first day of Hanukkah. Got it. Um, Let's play another yay or slay. Yeah, I'm done. Now, for those of you who are just listening... um, First of all, listen to all of our old episodes on InferiorMen.com. But we have invented a new holiday game and a holiday tradition called Yay or Slay. Slay. Yay or Slay features some uh, crazy gift ideas. And uh, I'm going to ask you, Chris. I'm going to go first with my list. Go for it. And um, you're going to say Yay or Slay, and then mm-hmm. you're going to guess the price. Okay? okay. Yeah. This first product <laughs> is called a Pet Petter. A pet 
petter. Okay. For those who find pet ownership a stressful and angst-ridden exercise, what? this device eliminates actually having to touch your pet ever again. Now the only thing you're responsible for is picking up poop. Uh, Wait, why do you have a pet? <laughs> like, why would you be like, I want a dog, I, I'm. I, it's, it's like I have to. I have to get a dog. Mm-hmm. Is there some? Are there states where they require you to have an animal in your house? Like, it's why? actually. This is actually a fake gift. Oh, this okay. is actually just a box. <laughs> but the box. It, it. I was gonna say what. It's not. It's not so fake of an idea compared to the shit that we've talked about. It's like true. That. I do like how there's a little quote on the top left corner that just says unique. unique. <laughs> But it reminded yeah, me shit. of the tongue applicator where you lick your But that's cats real. With. I know. That's real. Well, that's where we're getting. Okay. All right. Here's a, um, here's a real one for you. And I, I'm wondering if you would ever get this for Nelly. Okay. It is a saddle that parents wear. Oh, man. I think I've seen this. It's a parent saddle. Yeah. So that your kids can ride around like a horse. No way. Yeah. Here's the picture of a man. Being ridden by his child as a saddle. What? I mean, Why do how? you need the saddle? Yeah, can't they just hang on to your t-shirt? Like, what? <laughs> what? And how How much bucking are you doing that you're going to, like, launch, like, that the kid needs to have a saddle or all they'll fall off your back? Like, take it easy, dude. Pony up daddy saddle is what, how what it's called. How about you just take it easy with your kids? Don't, don't roughhouse. This kid's uh, dressed as a pirate. Whipping his father. This guy doesn't even have a hand. (laughs) (laughs) They just cropped this guy's hand out of the picture for whatever reason. As seen on the Today Show, Mm -hmm. the the Raider Red Pony Up Daddy Saddle. Do you wonder, like, when they say that, I always wonder if it was, like, on the Today Show as, like, toys that will kill your children. (laughs) You know, they don't actually specify what the segment was it was on. Toys you might not expect are dangerous. Yeah. But they're deadly. What do you think? Yeah, or slay. Uh, I'm gonna slay that because I think you just wear an old T-shirt and have the kid like grab onto that. How much do you think it costs? Oh, that the saddle. Mm-hmm. Can you? Uh, what's it made out of? Is it like uh, leather? It is plastic? strong and dura- durable neoprene. Okay. Um. So <laughs> that's it. It's just like a. That's it. Like it's like a like yoga pants. It's just yoga pants <laughs> with Velcro and a little pillow. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. $45. Oh, close. 35 oh, All right. Okay. That's a lot for what that is. <laughs> for something you don't need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Chris, the next one is a banana guard. Oh, a, one of those plastic things? Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. Where if you haven't finished your banana, or if if you're just worried about the peel getting all dirty. I These, these have been around for years. Yeah. I just, I never quite understand... Have you ever seen anybody use one of those? Oh, I hope not. I hope I never meet the person who uses one of those. Because what what situation are you throwing a banana into such chaos that you need to have a plastic protective cover around it? This is for people who are ex- obsessed with the container store. And they go into oh, the yeah. container store yeah. and they have plastic things for all the fucking thing. Yeah. Like these sandwich containers that are the exact shape of the sandwich. Yeah, I know. And you know what else they have? Drawers and closets that are filled with empty containers mm-hmm. in their house. I once was walking through a container store, and there's this couple who was fighting over like shelf lining. And there's this woman who was like, Jared, Jared, I swear to 
fucking Christ. If we don't measure this and I go home and have to come back because we didn't measure it right, I will lose my shit, Jared. I will lose oh, my shit. God. Over shelf lining in the container store. You know, we're going to definitely hear about some woman being murdered and a man named Jared doing it at some <laughs> Choking point. her with shelf liner. Just choking, yeah. <laughs> just He wraps shelf liner around her face. Just wraps it as tight as he can. Okay, this is a... Uh, um, oh, how much for the banana guard? Yay or slay? Um, I mean, it's so it's so dumb. I I think, but the thing is, I guess it depends on who you're buying it for. If it is for a sociopath that is like that woman, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'll I'll yay this woman. I'll say five bucks. Uh, Eight dollars. Okay. Price is right rules. Yeah. Um, this one goes back to this, our smoking days. Okay. We both had smoking days. Yeah, we both smoked cigarettes. These yeah. are called smoking mittens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go These ahead. are mittens uh, <laughs> used for smokers so that yeah. uh, they don't freeze their hands off when they are inhaling cigarettes. Basically, it's a glove nice. that has a hole in it, and the That's hole is for <laughs> your cigarette. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Whenever I was when I was a smoker, I just always had I had the mittens that you could peel yeah. them back, and you had the fingerless right. mittens. You know, yeah. or and I would tough it out underneath. because I was like, "Well, I'm a jackass for smoking." Right? You're like, "This is my punishment <laughs> yeah. for for killing myself. I should probably suffer a little bit, so maybe it'll detract me from smoking." Yeah. So basically, it's a hole. It's it's just a mitten with a hole in it, but it's sophisticated because it has like a little grommet around the hole. But it's still a hole that's always a hole. Oh, you would look like such an asshole if you had like. And you know how like it would look. It'd be clumsy. It would be like right. floppy. And like you you know the cigarette will fall out. Oh yeah, and at a certain point, the cigarette will burn to the butt, and it will probably light the glove on fire it's funny you know for as long as i smoked there is nothing more pathetic than watching somebody smoke a cigarette yeah because they're always like it's like it's like a hungry dog finding you know a a a half-eaten can of tuna fish shivering like shivering and cold wherever i can get it like oh and then you like see all these people huddled around they're like standing out in the rain it's like you jackass (laughs) Again, um, I know. I mean, I was there, but I'm just saying, yeah, you're a jackass when you smoke cigarettes. So now, now you would have someone with a mitten in an alley with yeah. a cigarette all the way through the mitten. Yeah, smoke. Could you imagine that? Oh, could you imagine what those mittens smell like after oh. like a like a a winter? Your hand, like your hand, already smells like smoke, and oh. now it's just hot boxed. With nicotine. It's like before they had the um, like the public smoking bans, you would go to bars and everybody would be smoking. You'd come home and your coat would just be ruined. Yeah. Like imagine just having that as a glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Now, let me ask you something before we move on. Yeah. Do you miss smoking in Abs- any way? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. If yeah. it wasn't bad for you, I'd do it all the time. Good Cause, Lord. Because of that break. That that sweet Carolina smoke. <laughs> what did you smoke? Um, what did I smoke? Um, let's see. I think I started with camels. Okay. And then um, I smoked. I smoked camels for a while, and then I smoked like a diff- Like smoked like Turkish gold or Turkish silver camels yeah, yeah, yeah. for a while, 
Then I went menthol for like a year or two. Oh. I smoked like Marlboro menthol lights for like- Newports? No, I couldn't do Newports. Uh, Marlboro menthol lights, but usually like, and then like towards the end, I was more like Marlboro lights. They're Mm. like the easiest to smoke, I think. Um, I feel like Tristan would divorce you if you smoked again. Oh, I can't smoke now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, which is fine. She can divorce me if I smoke again. I shouldn't I shouldn't smoke again. Right. You know what I mean? Right, There's right. like no reason to at this point. Okay, next year, Slayer. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. It is a suitcase that doubles as a closet. <laughs> what do you mean? It is basically a suitcase that has shelves in it. Oh, like if you're at a... pull but, out. Oh, I'll yay that. Yeah? I think that's great. Why? If you're a traveler yeah. and you're going to uh, hotels and stuff mm-hmm. a lot, I think that's a great idea because then that way you don't have to, like, just set your suitcase on that little, like, footstool thing they have and, yeah. like, keep it open. open. And it. you also don't have to, like, unpack like crazy Yeah, and have, like, hang everything up. So basically what I it like is... I like that. I think that's smart. Basically what it is is, like, little separators that you pull up the suitcase handles in and then you pull up these dividers, and you're, you're yeah. It's not a closet. It's like a shelf. Yeah. That kind. Of, it's like a telescopic shelf that comes out of the suitcase. I like it. I like it. The only thing is, like, I feel like there's just like more shit to break. Like once it breaks, then it's just a bunch yeah. of broken and, plastic. And, and your suitcase is like sixty percent shelving. Oh, you can take it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like less, you don't less pack. You can't actually fit as much stuff yeah. when you're traveling in the effort to like have a shelf. Where you could just ha- like take the extra five minutes to hang it up. I mean, it's cool. I think that there's just the point where you're like, oh wait, I only got one pair of underwear in this suitcase. Yeah, I'm gonna be away for a week. Oh shit! Guess how much? Three hundred dollars. Uh, two hundred. All right. You're you're you get the general idea. You get the general idea. I'm, I need to go straight to. Uh, Price is Right. Yeah, I think I can do, do it. Do you think you'd do well on Price is Right? No, I'm not. Do you see the people that get on that show? They're always happy. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> They're not crotchety old men. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot who you, you wouldn't are. you wouldn't be you, <laughs> you wouldn't like that at all. Could you imagine me in a room with 200 people that are screaming happy and you just have like a look of just pure hatred like, on your face. Ugh. And then all I'm fighting for is to go on stage and talk to Drew Carey for 2 minutes. <laughs> God, it's like that's fucking hell. Speaking of God, that's hell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. A. Um, oh, I'm trying to find a good one. Uh, this is called um, eye panties. <laughs> yeah. I don't know actually what they do. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for being prepared. <laughs> oh, all they are are panties that say "slide to unlock." I thought it was oh. like you put like an iPhone in your panties. Oh God! <laughs> what? It's just novelty panties. What? That say slide to unlock. Do you get it? Yeah. Like it's a sex joke. Yeah. Like basically, it's slide downward. Like if you pull my panties off, you that, unlock it. That's a very loose lock. A a, a thin sheet of cotton is yeah. that between you and sex? Yeah. I Ugh. mean, who who likes that kind? They of should gift? just put slut. Describe <laughs> describe the person who likes that. Nobody and no woman would. What woman would wear that? That's horrible. What if What if you got Tristan this? What would she say? 
I think she'd be so confused, and she would ask if I actually paid money for it. That is, like, the grossest thing. Who? I don't know, but it comes in bikini and thong, black or white, and three sizes, it's small, not, medium, and large. It's not even funny. It's not. It's not funny. Your it's reaction not, is funny. It's not clever. It's just the the most disgusting, like, have like, what the fuck have we been talking about for the last three months right. with all this shit, with, like, uh, um, you know, all these like jackasses who are like pressuring women into sex and stuff and powers of exactly. position. And, and now, now we, you're selling And now we want to buy them a pair of panties. Mm-hmm. Now we want to buy our, our favorite woman a pair of panties that says slide to unlock. It's it's not even on an Amazon site. It's on its own website. It doesn't. You don't even need to buy it. If, if you're that, if you're that. Uh, Look at the photo oh, of it. Boy. It's just. Yeah, it looks like shit, man. That's garbage. That's for so, just that's for straight fucking garbage people. People slay, slay all the way. How slay all the way? Wow, slay way to bring it home all the way. Uh, how much do you think it costs? Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks, right on the dot. Well, I saw it. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's high quality cotton, though. You have your list, but we'll play that in the second half of our yeah, show. Yeah, we'll do it let's, in the second let's half. Let's go of to show. some highlights, huh? Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um, not highlights, but headlines. Headlines. That's right, buddy. Um, yeah, big news this week: uh, the net neutrality repeal. Okay, um, we're running a little long, so let's speed on through. But here's the thing: we've got a situation now where we have a lot of people that are debating. And for those of you who who aren't really aware of what net neutrality is, let me give you a 10-second overview. Basically, it's saying that service providers such as Comcast and Verizon can gateway the speeds in which different users are going to use their services. So they're saying like, hey, we we can give you up to 300 megabytes per second, but if you pay us an extra $500 a month, then you can get 500 meg, you know, and... This is like on a grander scale. So when not this isn't necessarily even for like the end user, like it's not like me paying for higher internet speeds with Comcast. It's Netflix having to pay Comcast for uh, you know, the fact that like we never buffer now. Well get used to Netflix buffering. It's going it's to worst. slow the, the fuck worst. down. And you know what else is gonna happen? Netflix is like sending this thing out saying, Oh, we're raising our prices to eleven ninety nine a month. Well, if this shit goes through like completely, expect twenty dollars a month, right? Because they're gonna be like, if you can either have it net neutral, like no net neutrality, right. <laughs> where you're just gonna eat shit, or you can pay for our premium faster service. So then everything's gonna start getting tiered on the internet. Everything's gonna be pay to access, and this is this was less of a deal when 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 we're talking just email, when we're talking just like chat rooms and shit, dial-up days are over. Mm-hmm. Everything takes so much fucking bandwidth. Right. And we talked to the uncomplicated Garrett Kelly about this. Yeah. I mean, what was it, like 60% of the internet? Right. The bandwidth is, is used up by Netflix. Right. So are they going to pay that premium? Mm-mm. I mean, they're going to have to, but I mean, they're going to also charge us. But they're already eating shit on their stocks. Yeah, like, if true. I was going to sell short in a stock right now, I would buy every fucking sh- share of Netflix I could find. Right. Because they are going to nosedive <laughs> in 2018. Good Lord, And dude. I just don't understand how this is going through with so many people and companies against it. You know what I mean? Like, Pe- like yeah. take, take the porn industry for one. 
Pornhub had this article that was just like, uh, next up on Pornhub, two white dudes fuck over an entire nation, you know? Yeah, and the big the big argument, really, what it comes down to is people not looking at the internet as a utility. And we need to. We really need to. Um, and so what this ruling is saying is that the internet having broadband access is not necessarily a right. It's just a privilege. And then you can pay extra for that privilege and all of the services that come with it. But come on now. Yeah. Like I understand that there are like areas of the country that don't have broadband Mm -hmm. and, and you know, that's tough, but like we should be pushing to make sure that like we are, like 99% online with like fiber optic in America, not trying to like capitalize on like how fast the service. And and this is the wrong way to go about it. And this isn't just like on a superficial level of it being like, well, you know, and I know I'm saying like Netflix, but like this goes beyond like being like, oh, my Netflix originals won't load fast enough for me. Right. This is like a slippery slope. This is opening the door for major companies to come in and essentially just like what if you let's think of it this way okay if we look at it as a utility what if somebody just decided one day well we're only going to give you x amount of water mm-hmm. or we're only going to give you so much electricity and if you want to pay for it you can pay for more but it's going to be a lot more expensive yeah and i think everybody's on the same page in that way of just like it's not about Oh my poor Netflix. Oh my poor Hulu. It's like a question of ourselves in general. And to your point, where this goes and what where this does it end? Because it doesn't stop people from gatewaying information. Right. It doesn't like it, they can slow things down. But what else can they like? What else can they filter out? What else can they slow down? Like, can they pick and choose the content? Like, yeah. if they were to say, "Hey, I'm only going to give you fast." Um, political news that's from like the left and not the right or vice versa. You know what I mean? I'm not, right. and I'm not like, you know. It's scary. But this shit's scary. Yeah. You could, you could seriously like have companies that are making decisions like during political campaigns to say, hey, we'll just make sure that these websites of people who we don't find favorable run slow as shit. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It's de- it's depressing. Like it's yeah. dark times ahead of us. Yeah. If this if this keeps like if we keep going down this rabbit hole. Right. Now in a in a similar depressing uh, headline. Ooh. Okay. Um, there's news going around about how um, you know there's former Facebook execs uh, saying you know you don't realize that you're being programmed and you know Facebook does affect your mental health, which is like. I feel like everybody knows that on a superficial level, but you don't understand the yeah. deep depths of yeah. in which it like affects your subconscious. Um, the whole idea of a social validation feedback loop by giving people a little bit of dopamine hit every once in a while because someone liked or commented on a photo or a post or whatever the fuck. For sure, man. Of, yeah. And, uh, you know... It's destroying how society is working. And think of it this way. So I always said this when I was really active in social media, running my business. It was always about, it's not always about the content that you're providing. I've said this on the show too. It's about that idea that when you log in, you want to see a little notification that says that somebody gives a shit about you. Yeah. Now, 
after I closed my business, I really like cut off the social media and I really don't use it a ton anymore. I I like to post things from time to time on like Instagram. That's about it. Yeah. But same time, like five years ago, I would get those little notifications on Facebook. If somebody actually liked something or actually said something about me. Now I get tons of notifications. Mm -hmm. I don't even use the thing anymore. Yeah. Nobody's interacting with me. Now sent me sending you dog videos. It's this whole Pavlovian thing, right? We're used to seeing like, oh, notification means someone loves me. So when you're not posting content and nobody's telling you that they love you, Facebook is telling you that somebody loves you. And you look and it's like, go to this event. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. I shut off the notifications for Facebook and like Instagram. I'll still go on to them, but I shut off the notifications where it pops up every time somebody likes you. Yeah. Because I was catching myself. To your point, having that Pavlov's kind of um, th- theory, that behavior. Yeah, or response to it. Yeah, 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 of it becoming a drug. For sure. It's totally a drug. That it refresh, is. just to make sure you have that like little red number uh, over the world icon. Yeah, I know, man. It's bad. There, the, the former exec was saying, uh, it's not an American problem, right? This is not about Russian ads. This is a global problem. And it is. This net neutrality, all this shit is cr- is like tearing us down as a society. Well, this yeah, this goes beyond cultures and countries. This just is like a, this is a human response mm-hmm. to to how we want to be liked and loved, and they're playing off of that. Yeah, I mean that's how these com- companies have become built billion 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 dollar companies, just because what they're playing off of are our core human emotions. Exactly. <laughs> and how we behave. And as now humans. yeah, and now they have the ability to make major changes to our psyches. Mm-hmm. And people need to realize this. And that's why I think if if anybody like in all seriousness, if you're going through a hard time in your life, you're going through depression or anything like that, I think the the number one thing you should be on like getting help is like getting off of social media. I think it's probably one of the most destructive things that you can do during vulnerable times because that's what it feeds off of, is our vulnerabilities as humans. Totally. Yeah. It feeds off of our insecurities. Like, it emphasizes our insecurities. Yeah. It makes us compare with each other. Like, our relationships between each other. But unnecessarily compare to each other, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course there's differences in us, but we don't... But social media doesn't celebrate them. They create major fucking and the, uh, divides and the idea of like the grass is always greener when it comes to social media to you it could be like the grass is always fucking golden platinum titanium you know what i mean yeah like you can make yeah. you can make your starbucks coffee and and croissant look like it was a million dollars yeah just with the right filter and when people when people scratch their heads and wonder like when we're going to have like a political climate in this country or in the world that is more like reasonable and in tune with the way people truly behave and feel. That's really comes down to the social media. There, yeah. <laughs> those those platforms are defining this this black and white uh, divide that we're that we're finding not just in America but globally. I mean, we're seeing it all through Europe, sure. and it's because of this crap. It's because of people having to pick a side of the algorithm. That's really what it comes down to, man. And it's weird. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag that um, the f- the founders, the creators of this are like, 
oh, fuck, what have we done? Yeah. It's a red flag of net neutrality, Bitcoin. I was at a party yesterday, and people were just, like, talking up Bitcoin and, like, what everybody's but doing. I, I guarantee you none of them knew what the fuck they were talking about either. <laughs> They're only talking about it to try and figure it out. Yeah, because, like, everybody's like, so do you know what this shit is? No. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I just put a bunch of money into it. Well, good fucking luck, dummy. All right, guys, with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break, uh, and we will be right back. Hey, Chris. Yeah, Steve. Remember when we recorded at Second Bedroom Studio? Oh, you mean episode 12 and 14 with our fanboy Brad Kemp? Wasn't that a great experience that any and all should take advantage of? Yeah, especially because he has venison in his fridge. And a dog. In his fridge? No. Well, Brad runs Second Bedroom Studio, which is a local Chicago music production and recording studio that offers recording, mixing and mastering, original composition and voiceover work, music production, and more. If you're looking for high-end music production, regardless of your budget, Brad and Second Bedroom Studio is your answer. We love Brad, and you should too. Check out Second Bedroom Studio in Chicago at secondbedroomstudio.com. Welcome back to Inferior Men with Chris and Steve. Chris, how was your commercial break? Good. I actually made some uh, pizza sauce. You did. Well, you yeah. did. No, you really I, did. I literally I'm made pizza sauce. Yeah. It only took like a minute. Yeah. Do you like making pizza from scratch? It's one of my favorite things to make. Pizza? I think you're going to be delighted today by the different pizzas I'm making. I can't wait. I have... Five different thin crust pizzas I'm going to make. I have one. Five? Five. They're all like little 10-inch, oh, like super thin, like Roman-style ones. And then I have a uh, tomato pie that I'm going to make. It's like grandma-style pizza. Wow. And then I also have three gluten-free pizzas because, you know, people are gluten-free now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait. For pizza, but before pizza, we have a wonderful holiday-packed second half. Yeah, ready? I'm ready. Buckle up. I'm ready, Chris. You know the holidays are all about sharing it with the ones you love, and we love no one better than the uncomplicated Garrett Kelly. Garrett Kelly, Garrett, how are you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? We're good. We're great. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, since. Uh, probably won't get get a chance to see you before then so and also happy holidays if you don't celebrate happy holidays if you don't celebrate christmas but if you don't then go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) garrett how do you feel about the holidays um well christmas is definitely not one of my top holidays uh it just seems so commercial and stuff like that but i like what's your top holiday top holiday thanksgiving okay thanksgiving number one fourth of july number two yep yeah why just the food Food's good, um, and then for Fourth of July, you get fireworks and like grilling out, and that's that's just a lot of fun. You know, Thanksgiving has a very controversial past. I don't know if you know this. I mean, they all do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you could say the Fourth of July does too. <laughs> the same as Thanksgiving. Point counterpoint with Garrett Kelly. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, thank you for being on the show with us. Um, yeah. We always like to have you on there just to spread some of that good, good data love all over us. And um, we thought, given the holiday spirit, that you can, you know, give us, hook us up with some good, 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 good Christmas or holiday related data porn. Yeah. So um, speaking of Christmas, 
uh, I found out last year, or maybe it was a year before that, where someone was like, we we're just talking about what our families do uh, on Christmas. And someone said, oh, yeah, well, we ha- we open our presents in the morning, we eat lunch or something, and then we go to the movies. Yeah. Um, that's and what to I me, that, that's nuts. I was so appalled. Why? I was Because, like, why would you make somebody else work Oh, I see. On Christmas. I see. Because yeah. you are, every time you buy a ticket there, it's like you are making people, you know, making these teenagers not celebrate with their families yeah. um, because you're supporting an industry. Yeah. And, that, and I thought for a second, I was like, ah, I must be just Jewish people or people or people that don't celebrate Christmas um, no. doing this tradition. Not at all. In fact, the Christmas weekend on average, besides like huge spikes of like releases, so like this uh, Return of the Jedi or the, the last Jedi uh, is the biggest weekend in film throughout the year. Right now. Uh, right now. Didn't they make like a hundred million in the first night? Uh, yeah, it was the second biggest. Uh, That's night crazy. Ever. Um, but so then I started looking at film in general um, because I was like, whoa, I wonder, I wonder how these do uh, as far as adjusted for inflation, ticket sales and things like that. Um, because this Star Wars will probably become um, like a top five grossing film of all time, and it might be it might take the top domestic grossing film of all time too. And so then I just sort of looked at uh, movie stuff in general. So really quickly, there was a when TV was first coming out, um, there was a, a famous movie exec that said that won't last. Who's going to want to stare at a, a cardboard, a small box? In front of your living room. Um, and it was like widely panned as like, what a dumb, dumb quote from this guy. Like years later, of course, TV succeeded. Um, and movies weren't going to go by the wayside. Man, what, uh, a, what a time to be alive where people were like, I'm not sure about this TV thing. Yeah, which is, I mean, TV is still strong for sure. But movies haven't died. They've only done better and better in a lot of ways. In fact, over the last 10 years, uh, Ticket sales and um, money is is going up, so more people are going to movies, even though it's more expensive. So I think in two thousand eight, um, there was about one, there's a little over a billion um, in uh, in like the top five films grossing together, and then in twenty seventeen, you're at, look at two billion. At twenty fifteen, you're at three billion. So it's movies are coming back in a big big way. So he was actually not dumb. He wasn't um, dumb, and he, we were just talking about in the first half, Disney Fox, uh, that whole exactly. deal. Exactly. Yeah. And they, that was $52 billion. Yep. And because they knew, they're going to make that back. Oof. Real um, quick. So let, let's just look at some of the numbers. What do you think is the top grossing film of all time? Top grossing film of all time. Um, it is Avatar? It Ooh. is Avatar. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> Chris and will Avatar. Win. I was going to say, like, um, uh, The Great Gatsby. What? <laughs> um, Garrett doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> I know what The Great Gatsby is. Oh, no, no. What's the, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's Gone oh, with that's the, the Great wind. Gatsby. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Gone with the Wind. <laughs> no, that's The Great Gatsby. <laughs> that's The Great Gatsby. <laughs> Uh, now that, now that Gatsby, that's a great Gatsby. Uh, <laughs> So you're correct if you adjust for inflation. So um, Avatar made about $3 billion. 
But Gone with the Wind, if you just adjusted the gross for inflation, it made about three and a half billion dollars. Oh shit! Now, that's pretty impressive. But let's put it in context, though. All right. Um, so the U.S. population was about a third of what it was at that time. So it made the more money than Avatar did with a third smaller, with, with a third of the universe size. So like, if you're a store and you know you service a town of 10 people versus you service a town of 30 people that store with the 10 people made more money um the actual ticket sales so avatar sold about 100 million tickets meanwhile gone with the wind sold 208 million that's insane damn could you imagine if they were yeah if they were charging like 15 bucks a ticket like they do now then it's a whole different ball game gone with the wind more people in the than the u.s saw it so Basically, people were seeing it over and over and over again. And because obviously a two year old's not going to go there, and a 90 year old probably isn't going to go to that movie. So, like, the main, like, adult audience, 18 plus, was seeing this movie probably on average, like, five times. Holy shit. Because <laughs> that's how you would do back then. Yeah. It was yeah. either that or play, play stickball. But it's just like TV ratings, too, right, Garrett? Because, I mean, you know, when there were yeah. like three channels, it's. Like, of course, MASH had, like, 75% of America watching it for their finale. Do we know what the ticket price was back in, like, 1939? Yes. Oh, okay. So, a ticket back then was about a dollar, which... Damn. That's what they charged for Gone with the Wind, which was really expensive. It was, like, double the usual ticket price. But it made sense because the movie was four hours long. Oh, yeah. And it has a built-in intermission, and it has an overture, uh, which all takes about 25 minutes. Damn. The the budget for that movie was four million dollars. Meanwhile, the budget for Avatar was two hundred thirty-seven million dollars. Huh. So, looking at the numbers non-adjusted for inflation, the return on investment, and this is where Fox and Disney was like, this makes sense because if we ju- we just need one hit, because um, Avatar, the return on investment was a thousand one hundred percent, which is humongous. So it's like I get it, I put in a dollar and I get back a thousand dollars um the return on investment for uh gone with the wind was over nine thousand that's right over nine thousand percent so if you gave a dollar you would get back dude that's like bitcoin oh yeah you it's but here's the other funny thing because we talked (laughs) about it uh like there's not a lot of competition but here were the other movies out when Gone with the Wind came out, and it came out around uh, Christmas time. Okay. Um, Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Sure. Of Mice and Men. Mm. Stagecoach. Like these are classic. Yeah. Like, some of the fifty best films of all time. The Great Gatsby. No. Yeah. Great Gatsby wasn't Damn out. it. Um, <laughs> but uh, the first Sherlock Holmes was out then too, and it starred a guy named Basil Rathbone, which was pretty funny to me. Wow. Um, that's, meanwhile, that's Avatar, actually kind of similar to Benedict Cumberbatch. And like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like, so, yeah. Sixty years from now, yeah. we'll be like, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. played Sherlock. Yeah. Of course, he did. The if you look at the competition, however, for Avatar, uh, you have Ice Age, Dawn uh, of Something. Yeah. It was a sequel. Uh, Where's yeah. my car? Three. Yeah. Twilight Saga: New Moon and. Sherlock Holmes. Damn. With uh with what's his face? Robert Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Now wait, so literally really fast, not to go on a tangent, but 
how successful was Wizard of Oz? Because that's surprising. Because wasn't that a big deal because of all like the technical? I know it wasn't the first film technically. Exactly. So it's one of those movies where we think it was a big deal and it wasn't. Um, Damn, really? Like, so it was more of a cult classic? It did classic? not win Oscars. It didn't. It got panned at the Oscars. Like It didn't win much at all. Wow. It, but because it has such a rewatch value and it is a fantastic movie, it lives on forever. Yeah. It's the same way with um, the classic movie uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Not a box office success. Yeah. Not that great. But you think of it and you watch it and it's like if you sold a ticket for every time someone watched it on TV, you would have it's it's my favorite Christmas enough. movie though. Wonderful Life. Really? Oh, I love it. I thought you liked White Christmas. No, we watched that last night. It's not my favorite, but I watch it every year. Mm. It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Steve, do you have one? Uh favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. Uh I would have to say either Home Alone or The Great Gatsby. Yeah, the Great Gatsby's mine. Uh, <laughs> is that is that where they ha- they they go to the Dust Bowl to cut down all the Christmas trees? Yeah. To okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the grapes of Gra- yeah. Gatsby. Oh, that's oh, that's right, the grapes of Gatsby. <laughs> They're always saying that's where Lenny right. cuts down the trees. Very good. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I think I was thinking of Citizen Gatsby. <laughs> 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 that's great. So, is Wizard of Oz considered a cult classic then? Technically, it is a cult classic. Wow. Because um, hmm. if you think about how it did at the box office, it did okay, but not that great. Like, literally, I think Stagecoach did better. Um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which is also, you know, up there as, like, a top 20 movie of all time, did not do that well. Like, uh, Jimmy Stewart didn't even win the best best actor for it. Hmm. Um, it's, it's nuts when you think about... Uh, because you thought, just like you said, like, oh, okay, Gone with One sold so many tickets because that's the only thing to do. Right. It wasn't. There were actually a lot better films yeah. and things out there. Um, so where are we headed then? So Gone with One was the first blockbuster okay. uh, of the time. And headed in the future, um, movies? So I don't think movies have really gotten that much better as far as uh, – both in style and um, content and things like that, we've gone more towards what will sell the most tickets. And if you follow that trend over the last hundred years, you're you're seeing that uh, even more so because now there are specialized theaters uh, where films will films that are like critically good will only go to a few and fewer theaters and smaller and smaller and more niche things. Meanwhile blockbusters are continually selling tickets uh theaters are getting better and more like luxurious uh for your for your viewing pleasure yeah and the ticket price is going higher holy shit man for, and you i know this about gary kelly you're uh you're like one of those members i have a movie pass you have a movie pass <clears throat> it's a great deal <laughs> You see one movie a month, you've made your money back. <laughs> it's also why we see a lot of remakes too, right, Garrett? Because, I mean, the whole thing is like people it's, – it's like risk aversion, and they're like, we know we can make our sure. money back That's at, why at we the very have three least. hangovers and yeah. only one it's, great Gatsby. And not even just it, hangovers, but just like reboots of like the exactly. same fu- – like Ghostbusters same coming back oh, out yeah, again. Like when Ghostbusters was like – what a fantastic, like fantastically creative movie at the time, and not to not to diminish like the reboot, it was fine, but it's just like it was an amazing original creative comedy Why back in the day, again? 
and then you redo it again. Sure. And then there was like, you know, they were able to make the money off it because they had funny women in it. And then there was like that whole thing. But at the same time, it's like, why not just write a new one? Yeah. Yeah. Why not let these four <laughs> amazing comedic women do a new thing? Yeah. Like, make, their yeah. Those four could have just made a movie right. that was funny and creative right. instead of having to redo one right. from the 80s. Yeah. And it's like, hey, let's try and hold you up to a different standard. Uh, right. And so the audience is already against you. And you see that like the fast it's it's turning more into a, a serial thing, because back in the 30s and 40s, you used to go to the theater to see like a serial, um, like old, old Superman stuff, old, old um, Zorro, like cow- yeah, cowboy things. Um, that was like uh, a continuation of a way to get people in the theaters without spending too much on making a, a revolutionary or very cool idea. And so you see that a lot now because, I mean, there are eight Fast and the Furiouses. Yeah. Well, they Some of the do, worst movies that ever made. <laughs> and they do crazy overseas. Like, that's why those keep getting. Oh, made. those interna- yeah, the international dollars. I don't think they do well. It's like two to three times, I think, internationally on those Fast and Furious movies, though. Internationally. Yeah, interna- yeah. Internationally, the movie ticket sales have gone up and up as well. I mean, you see China as a market that's just being opened. Like, The Great Wall mm-hmm. um, oh, was Jesus. an awful movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, it did well in China. Wonder uh, why? Yeah, uh, that's crazy because it was like controversial for how whitewashed. That's it was, what I mean. Right? Like, I wonder why because like I wasn't even being yeah, like jokey. You... No, no, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I want because it's like American America's perspective on some weird fantasy yeah. Great Wall thing. No, there was an article about this because I was also like, why? Uh, and I saw this movie in theaters uh, with your fast pass. With, uh, with my movie pass, movie pass. Um, but Garrett doesn't believe in fast passes. We I've gone <laughs> to Six passes. Flags with him. He <laughs> definitely it's, does not believe in fast passes. Yeah, it's class warfare. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, but apparently, Matt Damon is huge in China. Oh, got it. And that's why he's in it. Okay. That's the only reason. Gotcha. Well, in yeah. conclusion, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Where we go? Like, what is the headline of this movie? Movie madness. That old movie exec was right. Shit. People still love going to a theater, yeah. and watching a movie, and they really don't care how good it is. Yeah, I mean it's true. I caught I've caught the bug recently with so many movies that came out. Like, I want to see um, The Shape of Water. I saw Star Wars. You know, like Thor, Black Panthers coming out. Uh, disaster artist. We saw Lady Bird. Like, uh, th- I got my craving back of just wanting to go to the movies so much. But it's just like, it's an it's like a, an adventure, you know. Like you have to like pack a bag of some sort to like go, and you got to spend all this money if you don't you have pack a, a bag. No, and it, well sometimes yeah, I, I don't understand that. <laughs> sometimes I do. <laughs> you pack a bag. What are you What are you packing in a bag? Well, yeah. I'm not gonna say it on a recording. But you know, oh, like my you treats. sneak in stuff. Yeah. Oh, I would oh. never do that stuff. You know, it was funny when I was when now I was. I'm gonna get arrested <clears throat> by the movie police. When I was a kid, I always had a friend. He would sneak in food, but he'd always sneak in cans of Coke, which is like <laughs> the most obvious thing in a movie theater when it's quiet. It's like the loudest can being opened. Yeah, but it is a movie theater. It is true. We will always want to go see movies. It doesn't matter how much streaming happens. Or how much VR there is. We want to go to a place. We want to go out. Yeah. Yeah, it creates that FOMO. FOMO. Hashtag FOMO. That's it. Well, Garrett, thank you 
so much yeah. for joining us today. And you know what? We won't say Merry Christmas. We won't. Because you don't like Christmas. We'll say Happy Thanksgiving. And Merry Fourth of July. Merry Independence. And Happy Great Gatsby. And have a Happy Great Gatsby. You guys are great guys, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Gary what he, Kelly, everybody. See what he did there. Thanks, All right. buddy. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Talk to you later. All right. I just hung up on him. That was fun. You just straight up hung up I just up straight on up him. just canceled that phone call. <laughs> Man, there's something really empowered about just cutting somebody off. Like, that, okay, thanks. Good click. <laughs> You'll hear those like radio people who are just like, yeah. who just cut people off all the time. Yeah. They're like, I know why. Yeah. Boy, I'd, I would love, it's like, because you hold all the power. Yeah. Like, I can just pull the plug on this guy at any moment. We love that guy, though. Yeah, he's great. Garrett Kelly, always full. Good guy. And jam-packed. Man, we are running behind because of Garrett Kelly, though. Garrett Kelly's never-ending data porn. That's what we should start calling this thing. The never-ending data <laughs> porn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't Garrett's fault. All right, um, Steve, let's jump into um, into my year slay. All right, so. Yeah. I'm going to bring this up a little bit, too. Christmas all right, uh, we have a child-sized BMW. Okay. If your little one ones are too good to slum it in a plastic car or tricycle, get them this three-fifth size replica of a Blanc Chateau 1936 BMW. It's handmade in France, can quickly be delivered anywhere in Europe, and will give your pint-sized lords and ladies good practice at berating the chauffeur wow so it's like one of those old-fashioned ones and it's made of the actual materials i I guess not like the jeep wrangler one to their point this is not a power wheels this is like a we're making a three-fifth size car it maybe have maybe it has like an electric motor so they're not going like 85 miles an hour you know i'm gonna yay this one because there are two things that i never got from patty and tom one was the ninja turtles pizza van Oh, okay. And the second was Power Wheels. And, and I always wanted one of those. I never had a Power Wheels. And this isn't like those Hummer ones. This is like a classy one. This is like an old one. Yeah. I'm going to yay it. I'm yaying it. Okay. You're you're yaying it. How much? I would say Toys R Us price of like $1,000. <laughs> well, Steve, for $19,650. <laughs> and it, in parentheses, it also says approximately. <laughs> Because you know, you never know. You might want to put some diamonds yeah. in the headlights there's, just just for funsies. There's customization. That's a car. Yeah. That's the price of a car. That's something Garrett Kelly would get for Christmas. <laughs> fucking piece he saved of shit. up enough. Yeah. How much was your spoiled toy? little brat, Garrett Kelly? How much was the Toyota that you just bought? That it was like fifteen grand. <laughs> it was cheaper. That thing's cheaper than my car. No, that's more expensive than. Or I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. My car is cheaper than a fucking <laughs> power wheel. Yes, yes. Jesus. All right, Steve. Twenty-four karat gold shoelaces. What do you right? mean? So once you've pulled yourself up by your bootstraps, you can lace them up with these custom-made gold shoelaces, made by shoelace maker to the stars, Mr. Kennedy. I still don't know what that means. Only ten will ever be made but they'll be delivered to you anywhere in the world and presumably will fit whatever shoe you want them to, one would think. Are you sick? So it's not like you can still bend them. They're bendy, right? I it's assume like that they, they're not like a piece of metal. They're just, yeah. they can be laced. Ooh, I'm going to say yay. I want to be classy when I go to the gym. 
I want to tie up my my Nike sneakers with some gold ass. No one would know though, I guess. No, that's the thing. Nobody like no that's, one would know that they're. That's the thing with these like the shoe culture people. Yeah. Shoe culture. Shoe culture. Beach well, people. there are people that are yeah. like super into Obsessed shoes. You know, shoes. like there's people that just have like closets full of shoes. Yeah. And then they pay insane amounts, and you see them, they're like, "Oh, those are nice, clean-looking sneakers." Like, yeah, I paid five grand for them. Like, you're fucking dope. What if Tristan was obsessed with shoes? We wouldn't be married. <laughs> Bottom line, like, if she, if she was, if any, if she was any of those type of people, like, you needed a closet, a whole room for her shoes. Not, not even. We're not even. We only went on one date. That's that. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like, it's not like snap your fingers. She's a person I would despise. Yeah. Like, I would never even date somebody like her, let alone marry her. I'm still going to yay these shoelaces. Hey, how much you pay for them? I'm going to say $3,000. Well, if you are interested in the silver version. Oh, there's a silver version. We could get you. We could, get you we, could, we could send you home in a pair of silver laces for three okay. grand. For these gold ones, though, my friend, oh, $19,000. <laughs> Nineteen thousand dollars. I see a theme. Yeah. I see a theme with your year sleigh. Finally, this one's just for you, Steve. Just for two laces? <laughs> I guess. Maybe. They aren't even sure how long they are. They're just like, we guess they'll fit your shoes. What do you mean guess? No, you better make nineteen damn well grand, sure. you better come to my fucking house. Tie them for yeah, me. Yeah, and bring a bring a tape measure with you. Figure out how many how much how many inches I need. You dope. Bat golf cart. What? The bat golf cart like batman like batman like bruce wayne yep so when you're taking a break from defeating supervillains, i always love how they they always they, they appeal to, to these that. freaking nerds okay. like hey buy this batman thing like hey when you're taking a break from beating no, up no, no, no. supervillains, like no when you're taking a break from eating a bag of fucking doritos and drinking a slurpee on your couch no 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 you're in you're a mistaken. netflix binge <laughs> then mistaken. you buy this thing that's not appealing to nerds because that is like that's like grossly stereotypical of like, okay, taking a break from crime. That's appealing to the rich jackasses. Who think that who they're... Who think <laughs> that they're nerds. I'm a nerd. I'm a Batman nerd. Yeah. That doesn't appeal to me. That appeals to people, yeah, who are pretending to be nerds. But I don't like know. Rich. But if, you, if you're a billionaire... Oh, my God. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. But not based yeah. on that description. So when you're taking a break... Yeah. Batman, it says, likes to hit the links, and so he doesn't mess around with ordinary golf carts. No, he trundles around Gotham's finest courses in his own personalized, heavily armored, and extremely badass golf cart that has six tires and can go 38 miles per hour. Jesus, that's a car. Yeah. Like you could, but you could drive that in the suburbs. Yeah, he could zip around <laughs> enough, and it's heavily armored. I'd love to, like... Be that guy on the yeah. Golf course. He side scrape a cop, takeoffs <laughs> like have him have him fire off a few rounds at you. See how well <laughs> during your during your par three. <laughs> There's like 18 Arlington Heights cops just chasing you down in a golf cart, 38 mile an hour, going off the sand pits. Yeah, just zipping around, running people over. I would now now you know Batman doesn't golf. Batman doesn't golf. Bruce Wayne golfs. But I would totally buy that. I'm totally yaying this shit. All right. Well, how much would you pay? Because this is like yeah. this. For the listeners, this looks basically exactly like the Batman Begins car. Oh, does it? The Batman Mobile car. It does. Except it's Hell a golf yeah. car. Yeah, I would yay that. I would say nineteen thousand. 
if we're doing. It's yours for $28,500. That's twice. As, I could much, buy, as much as your Toyota. I could buy a car for me and my wife <laughs> and still have a little bit of pocket change left over. For lunch. Yeah. I could go. I could have enough money left over to go play a round of golf. <laughs> Two cars. For the amount of this bat cart. <laughs> All right, Steve. We've got a new... Uh, or just for this episode, we're going to do yeah. a little naughty and nice for this year. We've had a great year at yeah. Inferior Men. We kind of want to just kind of recap in terms of who's on our naughty list and who's on our nice list from this year. Based on what we've Men. explored. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... So I'll start. Go ahead. Uh, Elon Musk. Naughty or nice? Oh, Elon. Elon, I'm sorry. You are... Naughty dude. I would say naughty as well because he feels like just a uh, spoiled child who wants to put his car on a spaceship and send it to Mars, blasting David Bowie. Also, he just hasn't, like, he hasn't, unlike Santa, Elon Musk has not yet delivered this year. <laughs> and he needs to because Mr. Promise, that's what I'm going to start calling Elon Musk, Elon Promise. Yeah. Because that's all he is. But in quotes. Yeah. Elon Promise. Promise. Because that's all he is. Oh, great. Oh, a, a, a new tractor trailer truck that's electric. Oh, you haven't even finished this sedan? We're already talking about the roadster. Oh, wait, never mind. We're flying to Mars. Chew your food, Elon. Chew the food, swallow, and then get a vehicle on the road. Mm. 2018 Tesla, rubber meets road. Until then, you're on the naughty list. Until then, you're naughty. You are naughty. Steve, nice list. I got Tom Holland on there. Aw. The yeah. actor or my spider? Dude, I don't even know who the actor is. I'm talking about a spider. Who's Tom Holland? Yeah. Now, who's, who's the actor? For those of you who have listened since episode whatever, the early episodes, right. I used to have a spider that lived on the side of my car that became my pet. And he lived through so much. So much. Uh, he lived through highways, through storms. Who's just a great spider. And yeah, I agree. I would put him on the nice list. Rest in peace, Tom Holland. All right, I'm going to do some quick hits here. Okay. All right? Because we're running low on time. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. Nice list from Chris. Yeah. Hella bacon. Nice. Just give me a, give me a, give me a yay or slay on these. Uh, I'll say agree. I'll say slay to nice uh, hella bacon. Okay, you think they should be on the naughty list? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so... So just just so you know, uh-huh. they're on the nice list or they're naughty list, and they should burn in hell for eternity. Oh well, then nice list. Okay, there we go. I'll say Sophia the robot, naughty list. Naughty list, burn in hell forever, Sophia. You're on the robot. Your robots are on my list for naughty. No way. We'll take that bet.com. Nice list. Nice list. Yay that. Brad Kemp. Nice list. Nice list. Yeah. Gary Nick- Kelly. Garrett Kelly's on my nice list. Nice list. Although I have him as the uncomplicated Garrett Kelly on my yeah. nice list. Next great idea. Nice list. Nice list. Controlled as- atmospheric stunning. <laughs> it feels like naughty list. Nice list. <laughs> I have that on a nice list. You know what else I have on a nice list? The moment of milk. Nice. Nice list. Uh, Nick DeFina, our animator and great, great friend. Nice, nice list. list. Cyborgs. Nice list. Nice list. They're going to save our ass. Yep. Chris's wedding advice. Naughty list. (laughs) (laughs) Naughty list. It's some of the worst (laughs) advice I've ever heard come out of your mouth. (laughs) 
Uh, Chipotle queso. Naughty list. Naughty list. Burn in hell. N- cryptocurrency investors. Naughty? Naughty. I got them as naughty. People yeah. wearing pajamas in public. <laughs> naughty. Naughty, dude. I saw... Well, s- if you're in college, I think it's fine. Well, yeah, but not when... I ran into this guy at the grocery store the other night. He was, he was trying to buy a loaf of bread, and he had a... He had his Joe Boxers on. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Go back home. And secondly, it's cold outside. Like, you're just walking around yeah. with, with pajamas on. Fuck you. Bob and Alice? Naughty list. Naughty. Llamas? Nice list. I got them naughty. <gasps> fuck those llamas. <laughs> That's just a fad. How about black bean soup? <laughs> naughty list. Naughty. <laughs> Spilt it in my car. Tiffany's cans? Naughty. Naughty. Juicero? Naughty. Naughty. We didn't even have to put it on Naughty. It failed before we could I even think, put it on I Naughty. I think we all knew. All right, Steve, what'd you learn today, man? I learned I learned a lot about movies from Gary Kelly. Yeah. But I learned that, you know, as long as you're aware of the red flags that are happening around you, you can still participate, but also, you know, take this shit seriously. Like, we're, we're, we're going down a, a bad path. 2018, 2018 here we come it's probably going to be a bad path yeah and what did you learn i just think i i've learned more than ever the best way to connect with others is to con- disconnect with the people who do not care about cheers yeah let's let's value yeah let's let's put some value on people for mm. once they're not a they're not a speck in our algorithm. No. These are human beings that we care and love for, so do that. This holiday season, log off Facebook. And unplug. Lo- unplug your phone. Unplug. Unplug. Let that battery drain in your and phone. And you know what? Plug into mom and dad. Yeah. Plug so- into Grammy and Grampy. Your nephews and nieces. Nephews and nieces. Take a moment to just look at them in the eyes and tell them, Merry Christmas. I'm gonna when we're done with this episode, I'm walking into the other room where Nellie is. You're gonna and kiss I'm gonna, her. I'm gonna kiss her on the forehead oh. and say, Merry Christmas. No. And I'm gonna open her eyes if she's sleeping. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure her eyes are open mm-hmm. and say Merry Christmas. And Steve? Yeah. Not if I get there first. <laughs> not if I get there first. <laughs> well, you know what? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all and to all a great Gatsby. <laughs> Take us out, Steve. I will. Guys, thank you so much for joining uh, us today and every week on Inferior Men. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write us a review. It would be the best present to receive this holiday season. We are a part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. To check out more content from us and find other great Universe Head podcasts, go to universehead.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, the superior man goes to sleep counting his blessings. The inferior man is kept awake by sheep. (laughs) Join us next week for another episode of Inferior Man. Good luck, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry. Happy holidays. And good fucking luck. (laughs) 